1: You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: All right, let's plate this dish. Welcome back in on a Friday, everybody, October 7th, and a Saturday, October 8th. It is another edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt Derry with you, and not good news, that is for sure, as this afternoon the Lions announced that Ziggy Ansa, Eric Ebron, and DeAndre Levy. All will be out for Sunday's game against the Philadelphia Eagles coming up. I'll tell you what I think about that and the chances that the Lions have against the Eagles. Do not forget, we do a lot on the Lockdown Podcast Network, including reading your tweets and at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, and also the Matt Derry fan page on Facebook. If you have comments, we will get to those as well. Teron Davenport, host of Lockdown Eagles on the On Podcast Network, will join me in a couple of minutes to break down the opposition for Sunday. Jimmy Handshake, Jim Schwartz, Stephen Tulloch, uh, Brandon Graham, the U of D Jesuit High Cub. Oh, that's right. Go Cubs, baby Cub pride. Connor Barwin in the house Sunday. So a lot of Detroit connection certainly for Sunday. And I think the Lions are in deep trouble facing a very, very good Philadelphia team that comes in rested and ready to rock at 3-0 against the Lions at Ford Field. On Podcast Network also can be found on fanragsports.com. So if you go to any of the sites, any of the team sites, you'll see the podcast on there as well. Don't forget about On Fantasy with Vinny Iyer and Locked On NFL with Matt Williamson also uh as well all right so today the lions make this announcement And really no surprise that eric ebron who has been battling ankle and knee problems is not going to play this weekend ziggy ansa will miss yet another game that's two in a row for ziggy uh with the ankle and quad and knee for deandre levy so the lions will be without their top two defensive players sunday against the eagles who oh, fly eagles fly sunday uh down at ford's field all right I think the lions are in big trouble. and I'm not going to say they're in big trouble for the season, and Jim Caldwell needs to be fired right away, and they're going to go four and 12 and do that old bit. But I, I think the lions are going to win some games on this home stand. I do. With three games coming up with Philly, uh, the Rams, I almost said St. Louis, the Hollywood Lambs, the LA Rams. It's funny, I was in Syracuse many, many years ago in college in 91 through 95, and one of the guys that was an upperclassman when I was uh, at the radio station at WAER, Eric Cohen, he was a Rams fan. He used to call them the Hollywood Lambs. I don't know why I came up with that. I don't know why I'm shouting out EC, Eric Cohen, but I am. Uh, the Rams and the Redskins, uh, I think the Lions can beat uh, L.A. and Washington the next couple of weeks. Do I think they can knock off the Eagles this weekend? I don't. I look at some serious matchup problems that the Lions have, even if they were healthy, uh, going up against this Philadelphia team. Number one, The Lions have not been able to control the tight end position on the other side all season long. They did a better job last Sunday against the Bears, but they didn't get enough pressure on Brian Hoyer. Now this weekend, you got Zach Ertz And Brent Selleck coming to Ford Field. The Eagles remember what happened last year on Thanksgiving. They'll never admit that they've turned the page and that they've looked back on it. But the Eagles got completely embarrassed last year on Thanksgiving Day at Ford Field when Stafford and Calvin Johnson just lit them up. I think they're going to come in with a chip on their shoulder. And with this tight end, a depth that they have, and they use three guys, actually, uh, that's going to be a problem and cause concern, certainly for the Lions Sunday as the Eagles come in, Carson Wentz has played beautiful football so far. The rookie quarterback, and and here's the thing: the offensive line's been pretty good. They got Ryan Matthews. They got Darren Sproles. Um, this is a good team, and the Lions not going to have Eric Ebron is a big loss. Now you might be saying, "Well, Ebron was terrible last week." I get it, but that's there's a giant depth problem at tight end when Cole Wick is your second string guy. A huge depth problem at tight end. So without Ebron, that hurts. Now you're without Abdullah and Ebron. You're without DeAndre Levy and Ziggy Ansah. That's going to be tough, tough to overcome against a good Eagles team. And we'll talk to Tron Davenport about it, but what about Jim Schwartz and what he's done? You don't think he's not going to be motivated again to come into Ford Field and be carried off the field again? I highly doubt that's going to happen again. Remember a couple of years ago, the Buffalo Bills carried Jim Schwartz off the field, which was, uh, you know, kind of embarrassing. Not kind of embarrassing; it was embarrassing. But Schwartz, you know, still wearing the sunglasses, still, still mouthing off, uh, fists pumping on the sidelines. His defense is number one in the NFL in scoring defense. Through three games, they've only allowed twenty-seven points. And he's got Graham and Barwin off the edge. They've got great depth at linebacker. They've got guys in the secondary that are so much better and much improved on their base 4-3 defense that they've been playing. So all of a sudden, you know, Jim Schwartz has gone in there and has turned things around. He's got guys playing at a pretty high level. You know, Nolan Carroll at one cornerback, Leotis McKelvin at at another, Malcolm Jenkins at safety. They've got some guys flying around. Michael Kendricks has become a very good linebacker. Benny Logan is a solid nose type of D-tackle, d- d- and we'll find out his injury status with Teron Davenport in a minute. The Eagles really, really are good. And again, Barwin, Vinnie Curry, and Brandon Graham coming off the edge against the Lions tackles. And so far, Riley Reef has been very serviceable and has played okay at right tackle. But think about Connor Barwin and that track speed that he has and Brandon Graham and Taylor Decker, a rookie left tackle, trying to block that. It could be a long afternoon Sunday. I just, I just think the Lions are in trouble Sunday. I don't think this is a good matchup for them at all. I think the Eagles are going to win. I think the Eagles are going to get this game Sunday, and they, they're, they're rested. They were off last week. They're pretty healthy. Lions banged up. I think this is going to be a tough, tough out for the Lions this weekend down at Ford Field. All right, in a moment, we will head to Philadelphia. we got to do it and talk to Teron Davenport from Locked on Eagles, get his thoughts on this situation between the 3-0 and Eagles. Who would have thought 3-0 and and atop the NFC East of the Philadelphia Eagles with first-year head coach Doug Peterson, a rookie quarterback in Carson Wentz, whom teams passed on in the draft. We all know what the Rams did. We all know what the Browns did in trading with the Eagles. And here's Wentz playing great football. They call it Wentsylvania up there in Philly. All right, let's head to Philadelphia right now, as promised. Let's talk to Teron Davenport, host of Locked On Eagles, right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. You also see him on CSN in Philly, uh, USA Today. He's everywhere, and he gives us a couple minutes now to talk about those three and O Eagles. How you doing, Teron? Oh, I'm doing really well.
1: I appreciate you having me on, and hey, man, it's always good to be on the Locked On Sports Network.
0: No question about it, Teron. How, how stunned are you at this start, three and and0 And folks in Philly must be going nuts.
1: Yeah, they're really excited about the start. I'm not going to say I'm stunned. I mean, the Steelers game, that was a surprise. But the other two, I, I expected them to, to win those games against the Browns and the Bears. I think the defense itself has been even better than I thought they would be, and I had originally said that they would be a top-five defense. So uh, it's not really a whole uh, big surprise as far as their start.
0: You mentioned the top five defense and something that you thought of, and they've only given up 27 points in three games. Uh, What did you see, and how much of it was former Lions head coach uh, Jim Schwartz?
1: I think a whole lot of it was uh, and remains Jim Schwartz. Just the the mindset, the the swagger, the the attacking uh, mindset that he brought to this defense, and they're a totally different group from when he was there before. And especially, you know, the defensive line, the guys up front, and those guys go 1,000% on every play. The DBs in in the secondary, they're able to benefit from the pass rush up front. So Jim Schwartz and just his ability to get guys always in the right position at the right time and utilize them to their strengths, that's something that, that he brings to the table. And I think he's one of the best defensive coordinators in the game. You talk about a change. They have 10 sacks already. They only had 37 last year. You look at 2013, or 14 actually, when he went to Buffalo, they had 56 sacks after having 36 the year before. So that just goes to show you the change that he brings and the mindset. It's it's such a mindset just we're going to come at you and and we don't care what you do, we are going to stop it. And that's what he's brought to that. Defense, and you could just tell, just 2 a player, and every one of them love dealing with him. You mention his name to any of those guys, and
0: they'll smile. Teron Davenport, host of Locked On Eagles, joining me here, Matt Derry, with you. Locked On Lions, Lions and Eagles coming up Sunday at Ford Field. You got a couple of Detroit kids on that D line. You mentioned Brandon Graham, who's played well, former Crockett Rocket, and of course U of D uh, High Cub. Um, Connor Barwin also there. Uh, on the edge right now, how difficult is that a task? Is that going to be for the Lions' tackles to keep those guys off of Matthew Stafford? It's
1: going to be very difficult because you have a rotation of the three guys. You mentioned those two, the Detroit kids. And then you have Vinnie Curry. Every once in a while, they bring Stephen Means and Marcus Smith in. And these are also guys that come off the edge. But Brandon Graham is the one to really watch. And his bull rush is second to none in the league. He's able to use that bull rush to get the offensive lineman off balance, and then he'll give you a nice step outside and, and a move back inside with the swim. He's developing a spin move also. He's relentless as far as how he comes after the quarterback. A lot of the sacks that you see for the Eagles, especially on the guys in the middle of the defensive tackles, are a result of the quarterback having to step up because Brandon Graham is coming off that edge screaming. Watch how he gets a jump off the ball. It's, it's amazing. And Vinny Curry does the same thing. Conor Baldwin, he just brings just loads of athleticism with him and the length. You know, his reach is, is really long. I'm not sure exactly how long his arms are, but, I mean, he's able to dip that shoulder. And if he's in, you, you know, within range of that quarterback, he will be able to grab him and pull him down. He did that against the, uh, the Browns, you know, with his sack on RG3. So it's definitely a lot to be concerned about. And then, like I said, these guys are bringing it 1,000%. Every snap, they don't have to worry about dropping back and, and, and getting into coverage or anything like that. They could just pin their ears back, attack the passer, and that's what they love to do.
0: I want to ask you about Brandon Graham because that's a former first-round pick. That's a Michigan kid, and you look at his numbers. He was solid. It's sort of disappointing. Now all of a sudden he's thriving in this Jim Schwartz defense. What did, what did as I like to call him, Jimmy Handshake, what did he do to Brandon Graham uh, to get him going? Well, if you remember during the senior bowl, he really stood out
1: when Jim Schwartz was the, the coach there. But really what Jim Schwartz is doing is just allowing him to do what he does best and just focus on rushing the passer. That's really the, the, the biggest thing. And I talked to him, uh, was it was a Wednesday I talked to Brandon. He was saying how he likes to rush the passer and get that bull rush out of a three-point stance. It works better for him. He he likes to be able to just pin his ears back, go against the the offensive lineman, rather than having to worry about, you know, dropping back at the coverage or, or keying, you know, the different reads that he had to as an outside linebacker. So he's more or less a, a fish back in water, so to speak. And you could tell just from his comfort level and what he's been able to do. Three sacks in three games. He never had a sack in this first game of the season, and that's something that he had this year. So it's just a comfort level, and it's is also the, the scheme itself, you know, being able to, to just focus on, on getting
0: after the quarterback. Tron Davenport with me. Locked on. Eagles, Lions, and Eagles coming up Sunday at Ford Field. All right, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're six minutes deep into this interview, and I haven't asked you about Carson Wentz. When, yeah. when, when Sylvania. I mean, this is unbelievable, right? Yeah, it is unbelievable what he's been able to do. But I, I
1: think six minutes in, rightfully so, Because the defense, although Carson Wentz is getting all the attention, the defense is really what's behind this Eagles start. And when you look at Carson Wentz, though, the thing that, that he's benefiting from is he's not having to play from behind. They're always giving the Eagles excellent field position. And in addition to that, you know, he doesn't have to put up a whole bunch of points because of what that defense has been able to do. But just looking at what Carson Wentz does well, I think I upset him on on thursday because i asked him about the game manager label and i i told him i felt that's what he's been and if you look at it he's played efficient football he's he's able to take those deep shots and i made sure i complimented him on his deep passing ability and how he hasn't put the ball in harm's way no interceptions throughout the you know the first three games so he's he's a game manager that has the ability to to gas you when they need to on the deep passing game. But he's just played really well. The ball placement down the field, the ball placement across the middle is there. The awareness, the ability to attack the line of scrimmage with the mentality of I'm running to pass is there. You saw that in the Darren Sproles touchdown. So he's a very advanced quarterback coming out of North Dakota State. I believe he was the most prepared quarterback out of
0: the, the top three guys. Right. Because of the scheme that he ran at, at NDSU.
1: You know, he was able to make the, the protection calls. He was able to change the plays at the line of scrimmage. And that's all what he's, he's asked to do here in Philadelphia. So he, he's ready to go. And, and, you know, the sky's the limit for him.
0: Tarana, if you're the Lions, what do you do defensively to <clears throat> disrupt what's going on with, with Wentz and the offense? Where have they been weak? Is he, is he throwing the ball to the tight ends? Because if that's the case, that's a good matchup for, for Philly because the Lions haven't been able to guard the tight end. What do you see in this matchup?
1: Yeah, you know, the one thing that really uh, happens with the Eagles, they look to pass the ball early. And then they try to get a lead and, and they protect it. You know, 67% of their runs are coming in the second half. So once they get into the second half, it's time of possession, shoot a shoe run the ball. So, for me, if I were the Lions, what I would do, obviously you want to get three and outs on every series, but I would really work to get a couple three and outs early, and in addition to that, get some scores, to take them out of their their mold that that they've, you know, developed with their their formula as far as first half, second half. Other thing, I think that the middle of that uh, offensive line, you know, specifically Jason Kelsey, uh, Haloti Nata against Kelsey, that I think Something that will be a, an advantage to the the Lions if they could get Nada to you know get that interior pass rush that he used to be able to get, you know that would definitely disrupt what Wentz likes to do. But at the same time, not having you know a guy like a Ziggy Hansel is going to make it tough because who are you going to have to get the outside uh, pass rush? I know the, the gentleman who played on you know he was on the practice squad. I know that he's. He's done well, but, you know, he's not a Ziggy Ansah. So it really is going to be about getting that interior push against Wentz. That's what you have to do.
0: What's the status of Lane Johnson right now?
1: Lane Johnson will be playing. You know, he's the the right tackle until further notice. There was uh, a hearing on Wednesday, and uh, it was an arbitration – not arbitration, but a suspension hearing. And, um, you know, they have between seven to ten days – to answer that. So that means that he'll be ready to go for uh, Sunday's game.
0: And this team is off a of by Toronto. So how, how healthy are they right now, the Eagles, as they come into Detroit?
1: Well, Benny Logan popped up on the injury report yesterday, uh, their defensive tackle. And they, he didn't practice today. He had uh, calf uh, spasms. So... He's questionable right now, but Doug Peterson said he's likely to play. So outside of that, everybody's good to go. Zach Hurts, the rib has resettled, and, and he's ready to rock. Uh, Leotis McKelvin, the hamstring, seems to be good. I watched him before the Steelers game go through a full workout, and he seemed in you know perfect shape, ready to go. But they did deactivate him. Uh, as for uh, Ryan Matthews, the ankle is good to go. He didn't have a brace on his ankle or, or have his ankle taped, the right ankle, which kept them to two carries against the Steelers. So everybody is good to go. There there aren't any injury concerns, any huge ones. And like I said, Logan is questionable.
0: What about Philly defensively in the secondary against Matthew Stafford? Because I just have a feeling with the way this has gone, that if the Eagles get a lead, we're going to see Stafford have to throw the football 35 to 40 times, which I know the Lions don't want to do. But would you say where would you say they're the weakest, the Philly defense? It doesn't sound like there are any weaknesses, but where are they the weakest? And, and will Stafford have have any success at all throwing the football? Do you think?
1: I think they could find a matchup in the slot, whether it be you know Golden Tate, who uh, is said to uh, have a, be ready for a breakout game this week. Uh, Marvin Jones, you know, he, as you see, he's a guy who does most of the damage outside. But uh, I think at the slot position, Golden Tate, Anquan Bolden, you could you know get those uh, you know eight to twelve yard plays against Ron Brooks, who, who is a smaller corner. I, I like the power of an Anquan Bolden in the slot against him, and you could let him run those slants and, and run those uh, uh, the whip routes uh, as well as the, the quick outs, where he kind of lean into them and then break to the to the out. I think those are ways that they could pick on this Eagles defense. Uh, a quick hitting type of uh, scheme because, like I said, those guys up front are coming.
0: Teron, really appreciate the uh, time. I, I'm assuming you believe the Eagles are going to get to 4-0 and win this game?
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be a pretty convincing win for the Eagles this week. Uh, I definitely think that they'll go 4-0. Uh, just looking at some of the injuries you know, with DeAndre Levy and Ziggy Ons, uh in addition to that, just the The way that defense has played for the Lions, as you know, has not been the best. So it kind of plays right into the Eagles' hands as far as wanting to get things on track offensively. But as they say, any given Sunday, so nothing is guaranteed. You still play the game, and we'll see how how it works out.
0: Follow Teron Davenport on Twitter, at Davenport underscore NFL. See him on CSN Philly. Read him in USA Today. And, of course, hear him right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network hosting Locked on Eagles. Teron, appreciate the time. No problem. Thanks for having me. There is Teron Davenport with me, Matt Derry. That'll do it for another week of Locked on Lines. And I'm with Teron. I think the Eagles win this football game Sunday. We'll talk to you Sunday after the game.
1: The list.